Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm your host, Dave C., and you're listening to Never Isolated, a show hosted here on TalkShoe. And the show ID is 791. 791- zero double six seven and you're most welcome indeed and finally finally welcome to another of our lonesome quiz episodes i'm your host dave c and uh, this is a couple of days late apologies for that it should have been up on the feeds over the weekend but it's now going to go up for monday the 17th of august 2020 it is indeed episode 106 never isolated the Lonesome Quiz 17. And the reason it's called Lonesome because I've been doing this, although I'm doing it live as a live show, I'm doing it on an unlisted call. Therefore, there will be no participants in the room with me. So you won't know, there won't be any cut and thrust of other people trying to get the answer before you. But there are a number of points up for grabs, somewhere around the 400 mark today. I'm not going to be too specific about that because... There always seems to be bonus points. Bonus points? Yes, that's when I make a mistake, and there is high likelihood of me making mistakes. I'm very keen to get this episode out because for two reasons. One, it should have gone out over this recent weekend, and during the week I try and do the more serious episodes which are shorter and concentrate on the uh, COVID-19, the world pandemic that's going around uh, not only my own country, England and the UK, but uh, the wider world, and in some cases returning to some of these places. But we're not here for that. We're here for some entertainment, and um, there are five rounds as normal. We do have an audio round to finish with. Now, um, I've got to be very careful with that because um, I may have to change the question I ask when I've played the clip, and I'll explain more about that when we get near to it. But just before we get on to round one, let me uh, just say that you perhaps should pause for a moment and make sure you've got some sort of pen and paper to hand. Uh, One reason is to keep uh, a score, keep your tally. And secondly, the first round that we're going to be starting with on this quiz 17 is, as normal, an anagrams round. I don't make these too hard because if we, we can't be sort of sitting around here for ages. And I don't want people who are playing to keep having to pause the audio and so on. I want it to be fun. And also, we're trying to endeavour to get these done in a sprightly under one hour. So with um, without any further ado, let me just play in a short clip and then I'll wish you luck. This is Never Isolated podcast here on TalkShoe. And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, so we're on to, what are we on to? I think I need a, I think I need a reminder. Okay, let's get started with round one. There you go. Thank you for my trusty helper there. Uh, well, the anagrams round this week, uh, I'm going to have a little bit of a joke here. and Apologies to my American friends. This anagram round is about herbs, not herbs. Herbs, as I would say. I mean, the French maybe call it herbs, and the Americans call it herbs, but I call it herbs. And that's the anagram round, and we've got six of them to go through today. Now, what I will do and why you need the pen and paper is, although I will read out the anagram, um, the the way it's spelled may just be possibly more than one possible spelling as I read it. So to that end, I will actually spell out the letters that make up the anagram. So number one, remember, herbs we're looking for as the answer. And the anagram is rave. Lend. R A V E L E N D. 
And I'm just looking through the answers to this round, and all answers are a single word. <clears throat> okay? So we won't take too long over waiting for this. And unfortunately, uh, what I did, in the, well, not unfortunately last time, fortunately for this time, in the last quiz, I was playing in little clips that would be teasers for the audio round. But I have to tread very, very carefully this time because um, the answer that I am intended to ask on some of the audio questions come very near to the beginning. So if I don't pause it in time, I don't have to come up with an on-the-spot question. Many chances to get bonus things. Oh, did I say? I don't think I did. Everyone you get right is 10 points. We keep the scoring simple. So, what herb is this anagram? Rave land. R-A-V-E-L-E-N-D. And we're going to count down and then give you the answer in five, four, three, two, one. Rave Lend is lavender. And most people think that's something you put in a bedroom, smell nice, but you can. And you'd often see chefs putting a little bit of lavender over some of the meals. You've got to be very delicate with it because it's such a powerful scent or flavour that um, it just overpowers anything else on the plate. So you use it very sparingly indeed. So that was number one, 10 points. Well, if you got it right, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not that soft a touch. Right, number two. Crime rot. C R I M E R U T. Crime rot. I think most of you are probably, you know, you've you've got um, some sort of a spice rack maybe in your kitchen. Some people have one with only about eight on them. And we're not really talking about curries and things here. We're talking because herbs and herbs and spices are often used interchangeably in terms of referring to them. But these are all herbs as far as I'm aware. I think one of them actually might be classed as a spice. Maybe the last one you may class it as a spice. I used similar method. But crime rot. C-R-I-M-E-R-U-T. And the answer in five, four, three, two, one is turmeric. That's the way I would pronounce it, turmeric. Number three. Urn, goo. Urn, goo. E. A-R-N-G-O-O. -O. What herb, herb, is that? Number three. Urn, goo. I think this is an easy one. We won't take long. E-A-R-N-G-O-O. -O. And in five, four, Three, two, one. How I would say it is oregano. Oregano, I think, sometimes is the way they would say it in the United States. Oregano, but it's oregano um, is the way I would pronounce it. <clears throat> Number four. Ran offs. <laughs> yeah, that's telegram. R A N O double F S. Bit of a clue there, I think, with those letters. Ran off. Well, it's offs, not off. Ran offs. R A N O F F S. Ken, don't think this is too difficult. So we'll go quickly to the answer in <clears throat> five, four, three, two, one. Ran 
offs is saffron. One of the most expensive ones you can have. I think weight for weight, it's more expensive than gold. You know, you only get <clears throat> a gram or so that you buy um, to sprinkle. They're little flower stems, aren't they, from the, I think the crocus. Wow, that was four already. We've got two more. Number five, jam armor. Jam armor. J A M A R M O R. Jam armor. What herb does that make? And as I just have a little sip of my uh, cool drink here just to cool me down, uh, I'll play in my little bonus clip, as it were. This is Never Isolated podcast here on Talk Show, And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. And then play that in. Apologies for doing it too often, but um, it's just to stop having too much dead air and me speaking continuously. Okay. Jam armor in. Five, four, three, two, one. Marjoram. Um, I'm not sure how it's pronounced in other countries, but I would pronounce it marjoram. And the last one in this round. Macro mad. I like that. Macro mad. M A C R O M A D. Those letters give you the answer. M-A-C-R-O-M-A-D. Just to remind you, we've had lavender, turmeric, oregano, saffron, marjoram, and we've got this one last one. And macro mad in. Five, four, three, two, one is cardamom, cardamom. And those are taken from simplewikipedia.org wiki list of herbs. And um, to help me with the anagrams was www.wordsmith.org forward slash anagram. Okay, that means, let me think. Okay, let's move on to round two. Okay, round two. Um, again, uh, I've tried to pick rounds this week that are not particularly easy, but, but are fairly straightforward uh, because I had some rather long questions last week and um, it made the fact that we, even with only five rounds, ran over the one hour mark. So this is about two dimensional shapes. Now, I'm not too sure which is the hardest or easiest way of doing this. Now, I've opted to give you the name of the shape and you decide how many sides you think it has. And I don't mean front to back, it's two-dimensional. It doesn't have a front to back. These are lines on a paper. These are the edges, the sides. <clears throat> So no clever front and back like on a coin. Um, so I've decided to give you the name and ask you how many sides. I could have given you the number of sides and asked you its name, but um, perhaps we'll do that another time. Number one, how many sides does a decagon have? A decagon. Now, you don't need to write it down as long as you know in your mind what your answer is. Because <clears throat> I'm going to give you the answer momentarily in five four three two one a decagon has ten sides you knew didn't you the decker gave it away ten sides number two octodecagon octodecagon i hope i pronounced that right how many sides We sort of get all these right because he, he used to play all these games where he had all these different sided dice. I know those weren't two-dimensional shapes, but um, there you go. 
Octodecagon has five, four, three, two, one, eighteen sides. If you put eighteen, that's a further ten points. Number three, there are only six in this round. Number three, heptagon. A heptagon. How many sides is that? Heptagon. In. Five, four, three, two, one. A heptagon has seven sides. Number four. Pentadecagon. Pentadecagon. Normally, if you were in the quiz with me, you'd be able to see it spelt out, but I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Pentadecagon. How many sides? In. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. A pentadecagon has... 15 sides, 15 sides. Okay, number five, just two left. Dodecagon, dodecagon. How many sides? Not Decepticons, dodecagon. <clears throat> In five, four, three, two, one. A dodecagon has 12 sides, 12 sides. Now, this last one I am going to spell out because I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. It's icosigon. I'm, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. So you might need to just write this down and read it out to yourself. It's spelt I-C-S-A-G-O. N. Icosigon. I'll spell it one more time. I C O S A G O N. In five, four, three, two, one. It has twenty, twenty sides. So that's two rounds. So you've had a possibility of 120 points if you've got them all correct. And that's from a wiki page of a list of two-dimensional geometric shapes. Okay, number three. This is, oh, did I say number three? You sure? Hope you're doing okay. It's time for round three. Oh, good. Thank you. I like confirmation like that. Now, I may have to vary these somewhat because... The initial title of this round was Swins, One Famous One, One Not So Well Known. Now, for some, it seemed a little bit obscure, the clue I had. So bear with me as I sort of, I twiddle, I twiddle with my twins here a little bit. So... <clears throat> Number one, and how many have we got? I think we've got, we've got, we've got six again. We're obviously keeping it simple. Right. Um, they're all actors, or at least the Mel, the the well-known twin of the set of twins is an actor or actress. Okay. The brother, I want the the other twin. The brother of Ken Kelly Donovan Schultz. And the brother of Kelly Donovan Schultz used his first name, I think, or one of his middle name maybe, for his acting name. And the clue I'm going to give you, I hope it's not too big a clue, he was one of the Scooby Gang in Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV series. So if you've watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that should immediately take you to the answer. Why do I say that? Because there was one episode where the twin 
join the show because it was part of the plot that this character had been split in half. Yeah? Hang on one second. <clears throat> okay, I want the actor's name. But for five points, if you still haven't got it, I'll accept the character's name for five points. Okay? And since I'm in a generous mood, yeah, generous mood, if you know the actor's name and the character's name, we'll let you have 15 points. Okay? Okay. The actor in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who has a brother called Kelly, is Nicholas, Nicholas Brendan. And he played Xander Harris in the television series <coughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So you could have got 15 points for that. Okay. Number two. It's an actress this time. This actress has a twin brother. The twin brother is called Hunter. That's a little harder than I thought it should be. I'm going to mention three films, early films she was in, but um, I think there was another one, and this might be more obscure, and I'm not sure I've got the title right, but I think it was called um, Game, Set and Match, or uh, the match, but this actress played a tennis player in that. But I think you can still have 10 points if that helped you with the answer. Okay. Still at 10 points, one of her early films was called The Girl with a Pearl Earring. Done quite a lot of big, much bigger films than that. And she's got a big film waiting to come out. Okay, you're down to five points if you need this clue. Another film she was in, I think it was set in Japan, was called Lost in Translation. Got it now? Sure you have. Number two, the famous twin is Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, and I didn't know she had her brunter, brother called Hunter. Number three. Number three. We're on to an actor this time, an actor, but he had, he has a twin sister. His twin sister is called Rachel. She works in the film industry as a post-production supervisor. And another clue I'm going to throw in here. They have a famous actor father. Don't look now. A famous actor father. He's still at 10 points. He's recently been, well, he's been in quite a few TV series recently, even though, you know, he was, um, uh, or is a film actor, but he has been in two wrong long-running series. One um, had a name of the series was In Hours, what I'm going to say, and then he had um, a series that was based at the White House. That could be a red herring with somebody else, but it isn't. It is true. Okay. We're going to have to move quickly now. You're down to five points if you need to know that this actor starred in early films Stand By Me, The Lost Boys, Young Guns, and this one will give it away, Flatliners in 1990. The answer is Kiefer Sutherland. And the one that program that he's been in in recent years is... Um, um, Designated Survivor, Designated Survivor. And, of course, he was in 24, uh, 24 hours um, before that. Keith or something. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on. Number four. Only six, remember. 
this actor, and I'm even going to give you his first name, because I think it's difficult. Well, actually, I'm not going to give it, oh, I've given it away there. I should have said I was going to give you one of his names, and it's not his first name. Ah. Oh. Uh, well, I'll still leave you at five, uh, ten points because it, it was my mistake, not yours. Um, part of his acting ne actor name is Cliff. He has a twin sister, Ethel. And one of his early films was Here to Eternity. That was in 1953. I'm going to give a couple of more films. You're down to five points if you need these. He was in The Young Lions in 1958, but probably broke through in a couple of other films, Judgment at Nuremberg in 61 and The Misfits also in 61. That was a good year for him. And the answer is Montgomery Cliff. Montgomery Cliff. Okay. Up to number five. Now, this seems to me a harder one, but I think younger people will probably get it better. He was born Mark Sinclair, and he has a fraternal twin brother called Paul. He had a breakthrough film, which has just come out, I believe, on uh, Ultra High Ray. Uh, ultra Blu-ray disc. And that film was called, you're down to five points when I say it, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. I think they're making a Pitch Black too, actually. don't know where he's going to be in it. And the answer, if you needed that last clue, the answer is Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. And this last one, number six female actress, has a fraternal twin sister, Joy. They're both now 40. Of course, the new twins are born at the same time, so they're both 40. So who's the actress who has a twin sister, Joy? She's age 40. She's a French actress, but she starts in English, stars in English language films as well. Her first, and you're still on 10 points, her first uh, recognition role was a portrayal of Queen of Jerusalem in Wrigley Scott's Kingdom of Heaven. Give you one more clue, but you're down to five points. She has been a very significant, very significant Bond girl. Almost his match, one would say. And the answer is the absolutely delightful and gorgeous. And she was in Sin City 2, I think. Eva Green. Eva Green. Oh, that was good. I enjoyed that. What does that mean? Well, it means we're up to round. What round, David? What round? Okay, time for round four. Thank you for that. Right. Okay, well, how are we doing for time? Wow, I think we're working rather well. But I did want to make it a bit zippy. And also, I'm a little bit feeling, um, you know, apologetic for um, uh, keeping you waiting for this. Uh, and by the way, thank you for those people who have been downloading Never Isolated. The, the, the downloads have, uh, have taken off recently, and I'm very pleased. Sorry for the severity of the topic. But um, indeed, I think most of these... Um, Quiz episodes have sort of had at least double the downloads of the main week ones. Okay, we're on to round four. I've just said that. And it's a straightforward one, but it's got a bit of a split. It's got a bit of a divide. It's across the pond because half the people who are maybe based in the United States will find two of the sports a bit awkward for them. And those based in the UK, like me, will find two sports difficult for them, but not the same two sports. Because all I need to know is which sport is the position I'm going to tell you from. And the four sports are cricket, 
baseball, football, and by football I mean soccer, European football, that's soccer, or American football. And I decided not to include rugby as a fifth one because there's a, there's a similarity between American football, I think, in some of the positional names. So cricket, baseball, football, you can say soccer, I won't hear you, uh, or American football, you'll know you were right. Okay, and how many have we got of these? I think we've got, oh yes, we've done 12 of these because there are four different sports. Okay, so we'll hopefully zip through them and I'm going to, excuse me, play that little clip in one more time. This is Never Isolated podcast here on Talk Show, and please remember we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, here we go. So, quarterback. Now, this is a defensive position. I'll give you that clue, and that's... If I give a clue, people in one country will say, I didn't need a clue. And the people in other countries may say, I did need a clue. And that's not to say it's only in uh, the United States and Canada and in the, the British Isles people will be listening because there's lots of other English-speaking countries and some very bright people better than me because I'm not very good at other languages who where English may be their second language. So thank you for those people to take the time to listen. And I'm giving you some time to think on this first one. Question one, cornerback, defensive position, and the answer in five, four, three, two, one, for 10 points is, the answer is American football. American football. Number two, sweeper. What sport would you find a sweeper in? Cricket? Baseball, football, meaning soccer, or American football. I better use the word soccer from now on, so we'll get confused, won't we? A sweeper. Which sport? Five, four, three, two, one is football. That's soccer to those in the United States. A sweeper is a position in European football. Okay, three, catcher, catcher, baseball, cricket, football, soccer. And a catcher is a position in five, four, three, two, one, baseball, baseball. Number four, wide receiver. That's an offensive position. You're taking offence with that. I'm wondering if giving the defence and offence perhaps is too much of a clue. Probably doesn't mean much to some people. means everything to others. Wide receiver is in five, four, three, two, one. That's American football. Yes, I think I'll have to drop saying defence or offence because that defines it quite easily, I think. Okay, Number five. Oh, this one's going to come out of left field. Oh, that's it. Yeah, sorry. Left field. <laughs> left field. Which sport? Cricket, baseball, football, soccer, or American football? Which one is that? Left field. And the answer in five, four, three, two, one is baseball. Baseball. Okay, that was number five. Got 12, remember. Number six, center forward. Center forward. Cricket, baseball, soccer, American football. Center forward. Five, four, three. Two, one, that is European football. That's soccer. Soccer, European football. Number seven, third man. Third man. Cricket, baseball, soccer, American football. Third man. 
And third man is in five, four, three, two, one. Cricket. Number eight. Racing through these, aren't we? Mid on. Mid on. Cricket, baseball, soccer, American football. Mid on. In five, four, three, two, one. That's cricket. That was number eight. That's cricket. Remember, ten points for each crown. Number nine. Cover. What position is cover? Cricket, baseball, soccer, American football. And in five, four, three, two, one, zero. That's cricket too. Yeah, yeah. Tricky a little bit there having them together, didn't I? <laughs> well, that was the idea anyway. Okay, number 10, midfielder, midfielder, cricket, baseball, football, sorry, soccer, I should have said, let's start again, midfielder, cricket, baseball, soccer, or American football, in five, four, three, two, one, that's soccer. European football, soccer. Just two left. Number 11, tight end. Tight end. Cricket, baseball, football, sorry, soccer, American football. Tight end. Cricket, baseball, soccer, American football. And my excuse is that it's, it makes it difficult for me to say soccer. It, it, in terms of going to that word, I mean. And the answer is, tight end is five, four, three, two, one, American football. And the last one, number 12, pitcher, pitcher in five, four, three, two, one, cricket, baseball, soccer, or American football, a pitcher is in Baseball, baseball, and that concludes round four. Is round five. Right, we're on audio ones. Now, I may just, I may just have to um, um, improvise some questions here, depending on how quick I am on the trigger of the audio. And that's, because, as I've mentioned before, the audio sort of uh, fades out somewhat rather than, um, um, you know, just stops at the exact moment I want it to. And that's my excuse, and that's what I'm sticking to. Okay? Okay, let me find the first clip, and here it is. She swam the Hollywood water as well, and now she's playing Cordelia, the girl you love to hate on Buffy the Vampire. Did I play too much? I want the actress's name. You heard a lot. I didn't intend you to hear the word Buffy. But she played Cordelia Chase. What was the name of the actress who played Cordelia Chase? And if my friend Ian is listening, he'll say, typical Dave, you had to have her as the first one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. He... he got to speak to her at um, convention and conveyed that I was a big number one fan. And I'm going to play it before I give you the answer, but you should have got it before I said five points if you need the longer clip. She swam the Hollywood water as well, and now she's playing Cordelia, the girl you love to hate on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, you know what? You're always playing the bad girl. Again, I've got a feeling he was about to say a name, and her name was, or is, Charisma Carpenter. Charisma Carpenter there being um, interviewed. Now, the second one, I know the name of the actress. Gets mentioned early on. Okay. Uh, 
Um, so um, uh, I'm going to do this one. But we'll just we'll just do it, and you might get ten points straight off the bat. Am I saying your name correctly? How are you saying my name? Eliza Dushku. Dushku, yeah. Now. We've got the actress's name there, so I'll play that bit again. It's come out. Uh, am I saying your name correctly? How are you saying my name? Eliza Dushku. Dushku, yeah. Dushku. Like, what, what is it? And she was in Buffy as well. But what part did she play? And I'll give you a clue. Well, not a clue to that, actually. Um, I'll tell you why. No, I'll mention that later. She played another vampire slayer called Faith. But she was also in a fantastic series I like called True Calling, which got cancelled, unfortunately. But I loved her in that. And I think she was in Dollhouse. And I'm sure she's been in lots of other stuff. Elijah Dushku. Yeah. Right, number three. Again, bit since I've heard this clip, so I'll try and get to the point quickly if I can. Doctor Who one minute and then Torchwood yeah. the next. Well, um, we last see Martha sort of stepping off the TARDIS, saying that she can't travel. Okay. You got a lot there, didn't you? But what's the actress's name? Eh? I'll play that again since that part's out. What's the actress's name? Doctor Who one minute and then Torchwood yeah. the next. Well, um, we last see Martha sort of stepping off the TARDIS, saying that she can't travel with the Doctor anymore, but that is more because of how she feels about him and also what her family's just... So, Doctor Who, then she moved on to Torchwood. Of course, Captain Jack. But what was the actress's name? A lot of people know the companion's name. Well, the answer for 10 points was Freema Adjman. Freema Adjman. And I think I'm saying that correctly. Right, number four. How many have we got of these? We've only got, I think we've got seven. Unusual number. I was going to play an eighth one, but the um, for some reason it was off a video link. And it must have only been running at 16 of 12 frames a second. And when I imported it into Play It Cotwell, it like played it at double speed. But anyway, that's sort of for me making mistakes. Here's number four, probably with another mistake. And then uh, almost your, your first big audition that you got, you got the job in the X-Files. Yeah, it was literally one of the very, very first ones. I mean, to me, I had been... Now, big, 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 big clue, X-Files. And it wasn't Duchovny. <laughs> so who was the actress? Yeah, I know, I'm being very easy to you, very, very generous to everybody today. Who was that? And um, she's been in, uh, she's in, uh, oh, she's been in tons and tons of stuff. Uh, what She was in uh, Charles Dickens' one. Was it Bleak House she was in uh, a few years back? She's been in tons of things. But let's have a listen to her voice again. And then uh, almost your, your first big audition that you got, you got the job in the X-Files. Yeah, it was literally one of the very, very first ones. I mean, to me, I had been, you know, pounding the pavement for a year in New York and then a year in Los Angeles, which is two years, a very short period of time for an actor. But when I was in the middle of it, I thought, oh, my God, this is hell. I can't do this. This is terrible. And then but I was just playing it so you could get a, a key to her voice. And it was, of course... Gillian Anderson, Gillian Anderson, wonderful. Right, so I think that's number four. So I think that means we're on to number five. Again, let's see what the question's going to be. Let's see what's said. It might, I might have to move my answer. I might have to move my bing up. Have you ever seen your back? <laughs> it's strong. <laughs> how flexible you are, Dave. Uh -huh. um, let's see. The TV shows I'm totally addicted to are... Colbert Report. Yeah, John Stewart and Colbert Report. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. 
Uh, how about this one? I believe in love at first sight. Kinda. You said, you said, uh, yes, true, you are. I believe in love at first sight. If you're in the right state of mind, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever fallen in love at first sight? No. Who was the actress with her voice? I give you a, a clue, but you're down to five points if you need the clue. Okay, I'm going to give you the clue now. Have you got the answer? If not, as a young teenager, she's on a TV series with a marine animal. Funny enough, she was in um, a film recently, um, not recently, about five, six years ago, where she looked after penguins as well. And she's a fantastic swimmer. Um, she was in... Uh, a fantastic film that I like uh, with Jason Statham, uh, Mechanic Resurrected. Uh, I think she's in a remake to Into the Blue, was it? She was in one of my favourite TV series where she played an augmented human. You got her yet? It's the most beautiful Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. So one, two. Uh, I know what. I know what he is. This is this is your wish list here, David. Yeah, no, they are all fabulous. They're all marvelous actresses. Are oh yeah, they are all females. Oh well, there you go. Uh, just 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 coincidence that one, two, three, four, five. We're up to number six. Right, again, we'll listen to the clip with you before I decide to act, ask you the part of the actress's name. And I think, again, the interviewer asks her how to pronounce her name, so it might be what she's best known for. She plays young Clark Kent's secret love on the WB hit series Smallville. Please welcome the lovely... Oh, I think I did it, but... Not the way I was thinking I was going to do it. We found which show she's in. She was in Smallville. Ran for 10 years. I don't think she was in the last couple of series. I'm re-watching that, by the way, uh, at the moment. Um, on Amazon Prime, I'm watching it. Would you believe I'm almost towards the end of series five? I've gone, and there are about 25 episodes. So I've gone through about 120 episodes in, well, in lockdown, haven't I, with all the... Uh, COVID-19 and all the thingy. So, I've, And I'm also watching Blake 7. I'm going through those like a ton. And I'm going through um, oh, a couple of other series as well. Right. So she was a love interest of Clark Kent in Smallville. She took time off the show to play a martial arts character. Chulin, was it? From a game series. The actor is Christian Crook. And a, uh, Christine Crook. I did some wallpapers once, and I'm sure I spelled a name wrong with it. Spelled it E N, not I N. Christian Crook. Uh, that was interviewed by Regis, I think, there. Uh, well, re on Regis and Kelly, anyway. Okay, this might be the last one. I think it will be the last one. So that's number seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Here we go. Again, we'll listen before I ask the question. We have looked at every single... Oh, sorry, I pressed it twice at once. We have looked at every single actress that was out there. We looked at bionic women and former about-to-be angels. We just couldn't find someone who embodied all the things. Wonder Woman is a woman who combines intellect, beauty, and great physical skills. You've got to realize I have done nothing. <laughs> this one's for Ian, since I started with uh, one of my favorites. Um, she spins around a lot, takes her glasses off a lot. Very highly colored costume. It's been repeated, but never equaled. Ken's saying and agreeing with me as I say that. These are people that know me online and would uh, appreciate those little remarks, I hope. 
that was you didn't hear much of a voice do you need to hear it a bit more let's play a little bit more of that that's number seven we had looked at every single actress that was out there we looked at bionic women at former about to be angels we just couldn't find someone who embodied all the things wonder woman is a woman who combines intellect beauty and great physical skills you've got to realize i have done nothing and this is a lead in a series i had 25 dollars left in my savings account and i was going to have to figure out something to do i got the call from my and that was the wonderful linda carter linda carter uh so that as they say is the quiz i think we will wrap it up at that point because that's 50 minutes that's great we'll try to keep it under an hour that was my target time and if i don't waffle on too much that will be the end time so thank you very much for this slightly delayed it will be going up for monday 17th of august 2020 episode 106 never isolated the lonesome quiz 17 well i think uh, i'm not going to recount at this stage uh, around about 400 points anything over i think you need to be in they weren't too difficult, some of those. So I think you should have been aiming for 300 points. Anything much over 300, and you've done extremely well. Well, I will be back midweek, uh, probably the 19th, Wednesday, the 19th of August, with episode 107, uh, going back onto more serious, much more serious matters about how things are shaping up in the real world thanks for listening and thank you for those new people downloading the show don't forget to catch up with some of those back quizzes even if you don't want to go back and listen to some of the uh, very serious ones from early on so let me play myself out with this little clip thank you for listening to never isolated show id 7910667 hosted here on talk show bye for now Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.